Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> I definitely heard all the tunes. What did Boston mean to you? Everything. It meant, it meant everything. I like to say that Minnesota made me a young man. I grew up when I came to Boston. I learned a lot coming from the Minnesota situation, and I applied it in my Boston situation. So it's got, I got I got all the great memories here. Here, Gino, at the end of the game. That was classic. That was like cherry on top for me, you know? <laughs> you know, my, friend, my, my, my teammates were looking at me like, what is this? I was like, I'll explain later. <laughs> but thank you, thank you for whoever put the gene on. I know, I know my guys here put it on for me, so I appreciate, it. I appreciate that. What'd you think when they were chanting, "We want KG"? I really wanted them to stop that because I don't know if Sam was going to actually put me in the. Uh, <laughs> I was like, please, please. Uh, but it was cool. Like I said, uh, appreciation is um, unconditional. Appreciation is, is overwhelming. So thank you guys for that. I appreciate that. The Celtics win 113-99 over Kevin Garnett's Timberwolves. We're going to talk about Kevin Garnett here, and then we'll talk about the game. This is the Garden Report, brought to you by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Ball. Yes, I'm the boss. Welcome to the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand. I am Jared Weiss. I'm here with Jack of All Trades, Kevin Coolball. You can find him writing for the AP Sports Exchange or just making great comments all around on Twitter. Whoever's going to pay me, really. So we paid him to come on the show tonight with one hug. Uh, we're going to talk about Kevin Garnett here. Kevin Garnett, possibly his last ever trip to the Boston Garden as an active player. Although, he was asked after the game, as you saw at the top, is this your last time in the garden? He just like immediately like ducked out of there, said something, and then ducked out of there. So it isn't. We're gonna we're gonna treat this like it's the end, and we never know what's gonna happen. What, what was your? You're someone that's been. You were a Celtics fan when you were younger, and you've been covering the team objectively, of course, of course. as a professional. What what was it like tonight? What was your reaction to the night? This is one of those special moments. You look back at the return, the original return of Paul Pierce and KG. You know, it, it wasn't as as grand as that, but it, it just it's another example of how you know basketball really transcends the court for these fans how it's not just the product that's on the floor how Kevin Garnett means so much to the city how that that whole that whole era Kevin Ray Paul Doc just you know it just touches everyone and they'll never forget if Kevin Garnett somehow were to play 20 more years which I'm gonna guess he's not gonna do that it is theoretically possible it would be it'd be the same reaction it'd be the same reaction if he comes back and it's going to be even crazier when that number five goes up to the rafters along with 34 I saw people ask Asking on Twitter and you know, sound off in the comments what you think here, but there is absolutely—it's not even a, a debate. He is getting his number retired. Yeah, you know, if you base it by other teams' standards, probably not. You base it by the Celtics' standards. You look up there, and literally every number of everyone who's ever played is up there. But 
Yeah, he just he just meant so much to the city, and the Celtics have alluded to that before when they've when uh, he originally returned. They showed Kevin Garnett on the jumbotron, and then they flashed to the picture of the two space. blank spaces. Yeah. Obviously, Paul's going up there, and I, I would say the real debate is still Ray with the way everything went down with the Miami thing. But you know, I, I think once the dust settles, he should be up there too. But they apparently they only have two more spaces. Maybe they'll sell like a little extra square off the side. <laughs> exactly. for Ray. Yeah, there you go. So okay, so what is what was your favorite moment of Kevin Garnett's career? here in Boston. Just to sit and think about all the crazy things. It was only six years, but it felt so much longer than that. His impact, as I said, just lasted so long. I mean, you could go with anything, the knuckle-ups, you know. Uh, But I I would probably say still my favorite moment of Garnett here was actually when he was with Brooklyn and when he came back that first time. And there was a play, I I forget at one point in the game it was, there was a play where Rondo's down on the ground after a foul and Kevin and Paul both rush over there to lift him up and the fans get all riled up and happy about that and it just goes to show that brotherhood you know rondo's had his fair share of things off the court you know we won't won't get into <laughs> on that the court, but, really even worse yeah, yeah on, yeah exactly but it just shows i mean that, that group was was special that's that's what makes boston sports so unique you get those kind of groups that big three the big four you know if you want to call it that was special and that's that's never going to change here can we cry over here man <laughs> Oh my God. I'll tell you, I, I, hope, I hope you're crying right now. If you're not crying, you clearly don't care about basketball. Um, for me, I, I guess there's the anything is possible moment, mm-hmm. which I was still a fan at that point. Yeah. I was a season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. Sitting right over there, I don't know if you can see behind us there, but it was right down there in the Loge, row 5 in section 13. And You were you know, lucky. That, Every time I was I here, know, I was... I was way up here, section hey, 324. My dad was a season ticket holder since 75, so Ooh, he, wow. he started up there and he worked his way down. Did he get honored at the halftime? You know how they do all the during the No, game they started the doing that like right after oh, really? he oh, got rid of man. his. Yeah, so go figure. But, uh, you know, I just, the shot that just I'll never forget is in the NBA Finals, he had that fully extended jump hook over Pau Gasol where he yeah. got like mm-hmm. carried in the air, he's falling down, he throws it off the glass, and I'd never seen anything like that in my entire life, yeah. and it was just such a miraculous shot, mm-hmm. and I remember I, where I was there at the game, and I just started screaming, mm-hmm. and just like pulling my hair out, like incredulous. I was 18 years old, or I think I was, yeah, I was 18 years old at that point, I just turned 18 that week, and I was still, I was acting like a 10 year old, it was yeah. incredible, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I don't get to experience that anymore, really, I mean, I'll get disbelief stuff whenever like but Andrew Wiggins had an incredible dunk tonight oh my god exactly I mean as as you get into the business like we are you start to you just appreciate basketball you appreciate the game you appreciate the relationships but you're right because you come here and you know you watch a game and it's not that same feeling but at the same time you get to see those cool moments you get to be there when Kevin Garnett as we're seeing all night on the show is talking post games I mean those are the magical moments that you wouldn't get when you're sitting out there Mm -hmm. All right, well, we're going to leave you with the magical moment from tonight. We're going to do the Grand Slam play of the game, Grand Slam sports highlights from fans in the stands on the new sports app, Grand Slam. You can share your own Celtics highlights and watch other fans' videos straight from the crowd. Download Grand Slam on the App Store or go to grandstand.me. Take it away, KG.
I think I always have that kind of reaction here. Um, Boston's always been a special place in my heart. I probably always will. That tonight was, uh, though, you know, the outcome wasn't the way I wanted it to be. It was a great homecoming. It felt really good to be in the building. How hard was it for you to sit on the bench and not play this game? Going back to backs, it's very difficult for me, regardless of what I look like out here. Um, <laughs> I think that's a tribute to, you know, obviously a work ethic and things I put into this. I'm making 39 look like 25 these days. <laughs> um, but it's very hard. It's hard to even come in this building and not want to want to play. Uh, but the appreciation that not only uh, the city, but the mass area of the Northeast, they give me um, the love is unconditional, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. All right, part two of the show. We have seen so much KG tonight. Let's talk a little bit about this game here. What Kel- game? The basketball game. Was yeah, no there's a thing that happened before KG the KG ceremony. No, That's no. right. So uh, during it, during the breaks in the KG ceremony was basketball, and Kelly Olynyk had another fine game. The guy is actually shooting comfortably from downtown, and tonight he went. Did he go three for three? Three right for right? three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kelly Olynyk. Twenty eight minutes. Yeah. I mean, he's he's shown that he has the potential, and he's you know it's more than potential now to be a good shooter in the NBA. You know, the defense can be up for question and. With his size and his stature, I don't know if he's ever going to be the kind of defender you'd want out of a center. But he's been really effective. He's yeah. not you know, hes not a dominant shot blocker, mm-hmm. but his positioning has improved right. enough that he's been an effective defender this year. Yeah, and certainly the three-point shooting, because that's always something you want. You know Brad loves that when you have bigs that can step out and make that shot. I asked him about the three-point shooting tonight and just how that can really launch your rhythm. And he said, well, you know, three-point shooting is probably the next most contagious thing to the flu. So once you, once you start knocking them down, everyone starts knocking them down. The Celtics certainly did that tonight. And then Jay Crowder had another solid night, and he had 10 rebounds as well. Mm-hmm. He had to guard Andrew Wiggins a lot of this game, and Wiggins had a good game. Uh, so it was it, you know, Jay Crowder is going to have nights where he plays good defense, mm-hmm. but he's just going up against a great score, right. and he can't even stop him. But I thought it was a good night overall for Jay, and Jay felt as a team they played very, very well. Jay really, to me, is kind of... Maybe I wouldn't say the heart and soul of this team, but he's he's, he's really the soul the and heart of this team. Yes, there you go. Uh, he, he's you know he's the one that really drives you. He you know represents what Celtics basketball is, what it should be, and he you know his play is contagious. I would probably argue that that kind of play is more contagious than good three point shooting. Um, but but you know he, he's certainly been someone who's who's really you know stepped in above and beyond since he's uh, got here in the trade uh, with Rondo. You know, Evan Turner and Isaiah Thomas combined for 22 mm-hmm. assists tonight, so it's pretty rare that they get a double-digit assist guy yeah. with this current roster to get mm-hmm. two of them. That's a pretty huge deal. But the fact is that they, they shot 46 for 89. They shot over 50% tonight. They were hovering around like 56, 58 most of the night. Yeah, and that, in the fourth quarter, obviously, they had a huge lead, so mm-hmm. it kind of went down right. there. Yeah. But it was the first great shooting night they've had, and mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Yeah. And, you know, that was certainly... Accentuated a little bit by RJ. What what RJ Hunter wind up at? So RJ, he went four for. I'm sorry, three for eight. He had, where's where did points go? There it is, seven <laughs> points. Uh, but he had three blocks. Three blocks. Three yeah. Blocks. I mean, he's turning into. You know, he looks like someone who could be a special player. You know, of course, coming out of college, everyone was excited. You know, this kid can score. He definitely can do that. He looks like. Uh, you know, he's much more of a scorer than. Uh, then people hope James Young could become that. It doesn't seem like he's he's been that yet, or really had the opportunity to. But Hunter looks like he has he has that it factor of a good NBA player, where you know he has the blocks. He's a tough kind of player. 
But, you know, young guy, you take your lumps, you're going to have your goods, and you're going to have your random half-court shots at the end of the first quarter. So. Which was really random. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, but, hey, Sports Center top ten. That's right. It. And how about Isaiah Thomas picking off that uh, pass from Ricky Rubio at half-court and then uh, going with the rever- lefty-reverse score? I couldn't believe he picked that pass off. It was like OBJ out there. Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, the, the way he is successful in this league. He's, he's smaller than literally everybody. I mean, he had, Ricky Rubio had some decent size on him. He's tonight. like five inches taller than him. Yeah, and, and that's, but Isaiah is quick, and that quickness is what kills when it's on. You know, it, it seems like this earlier this year, Isaiah was was kind of, you know, more streakier. He would have, you know, really bad first halves and then just turn it on. He, he has the clutch factor, and he's probably still, I would say, better suited for that six-man role on a championship contending team. Right now, the Celtics need him to be much more than that, but he's, he's a very capable player, and he certainly deserved, you know, the spot he has here. I think we'll probably see him go back to that when Marcus Smart comes back. Yeah eventually whenever 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 that is yeah all right well that's going to do it for us tonight on the garden report gethin thank you that was great welcome more kg let's do more kg don't forget to download grandstand on the app store or go to grandstand.me you can find the garden report in an audio form on itunes you can find it on the clns radio app you can go to libsyn to find it you can go to stitcher to find it. you can find us anywhere you want but watch us on youtube obviously that's where you make the most money so (laughs) for grandstand for gethin for jared for kyle behind the camera Good night. Good night. Kevin, are you enjoying this experience with these young fellas aside from tonight? It's keeping me young uh, at times. The overall experience is a great one, to be honest. Uh, we got some good guys, good young guys that are going to be very promising in the uh, future. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm having some fun here. Uh, but it's never a dull moment around here, I'll tell you that. Wish we could have won tonight's game, but, you know, that's what it is. The Celtics play really well tonight. And uh, back to the drawing board tomorrow. I guess the seven billion dollar question: Is this the last run through for you? I just want to say thank you all for all the appreciation. <laughs> it's getting hot in here now. On that note, I'm mixing. I see you guys later. Let me out of here. I see you guys later. Thank you. Thank you all, man. Appreciate it, Boston. See how you just blew that whole thing right? We out here. <laughs> <laughs> Right here, Kevin, does it feel like you even left this spot? <laughs> At times, no. To be honest, uh, I think I always have that kind of reaction here. Um, Boston's always been a special place in my heart. I probably always will. That tonight was, uh, though, you know, outcome wasn't the way I wanted it to be. It was a great homecoming. It felt really good to be in the building. How hard was it for you to sit on the bench and not play in this game? Going back to backs is very difficult for me, regardless of what I look like out here. Um, I think that's a tribute to, you know, obviously a work ethic and things I put into this. I'm making 39 look like 25 these days. Um, but it's very hard. It's hard to even come in this building and not want to, want to play. Uh, but the appreciation that not only uh, the city, but the mass area in the Northeast. They give me um, the love is unconditional, and um, I'm very appreciative. What did Boston mean to your career? I definitely heard all the chants. What did Boston mean to you? Everything. It meant, it meant everything. I like to say that Minnesota made me a young man. I grew up when I came to Boston. I learned a lot coming from the Minnesota situation, and I applied it in my Boston situation. So it's got, I got, I got all the great memories here. Here, Gino, at the end of the game. That was classic. That was like cherry on top for me, you know. <laughs> You know, my, friend, my, my, my teammates were looking at me like, what is this? I was like, I'll explain later. 
<laughs> but thank you, thank you for whoever put the genome on. I know, I know my guys here put it on for me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate that. What do you think when they were chanting, "We want KG"? I really wanted them to stop that because I didn't know if Sam was going to actually put me in the. Uh, <laughs> I was like, please, please. Uh, but it was cool. Like I said, uh, appreciation is um, unconditional appreciation is, is overwhelming. So thank you guys for that. I appreciate that. Kevin, are you enjoying this experience with these young fellas? Aside from tonight, it's keeping me young. Uh, at times, the overall experience is a great one, to be honest. Uh, we got some good guys, good young guys, that are going to be very promising in the uh, future. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm having some fun here. Uh, but it's never a dull moment around here, I tell you that. Wish we could have won tonight's game, but, you know, that's what it is. The Celtics play really well tonight. And uh, back to the drawing board tomorrow. I guess the several billion dollar question is this the last run through for you? I just want to say thank you all for all the appreciation. <laughs> it's been hot in here. Now, on that note, I'm mixing. I'll see you guys later. Let me out of here. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Thank you all, man. Appreciate it, Boston. See how you just blew that whole thing right? We out here. And then Sully's got some, some back spasms. Um, and so. He's not going to play either. Um, is, 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 and, and that's the depth of what I know. I don't know, know what the exact um, thing is. but um, So David and Kelly will start um, at the 45. Jared's had a history of back issues before. Is this you think it was just an isolated thing? I, I think he felt like it was something that happened in practice yesterday. Um, so uh, I feel like it's probably more isolated than... Than, a, than an issue per se. Do you have any, any ideas going forward of this stuff? Very much day to day. Coach, that, does this uh, open time out class I mean, he could he could play tonight for sure. Um, there's no question about it. Coach, what, what made you go with uh, David and Kelly? Well, obviously, you know, I think with Kelly, the way that he's they that he's played and, and spaced the floor for a good 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 portion of this month. I think the more that we can score the ball, the better, um, or at least have a threat to score. And then, you know, the, those guys have been playing together some, and I actually wanted Tyler playing with our second group. Um, you know, I think Tyler was able to give us a good lift in Detroit, um, largely with that group, or there were quite a few of that group in there with him. And uh, so, you know, it's a great opportunity for him, who we all know is a very good player. You know, most of the game time is Well, Jordan's Jordan. First of all, Jordan's a pro in how he works. He works the right way. He works hard on his game. He has improved his shooting quite a bit. Um, he's improved our, his understanding of how we want to play on offense, which is just a game rep and experience type thing. And then defensively, I think that he's got things that he does, even when he makes systematic mistakes, that can make up for that. Now, this is a different level um, of player that we're talking about tonight, especially on their interior. So, um, you know, if he gets that opportunity, it'll be a heck of a challenge for him. The on-off numbers for David Lee have been really harsh this season. Uh, has it been tough to kind of fit him in to what you guys are doing? I don't know if it's been as tough to fit him in. I think that for whatever reason, um, well, first and foremost, he's not always playing with that group that's really had it going. Um, and so in fairness to him, I think that that's something. And the other thing is, is that, and we've said this often, is there's a lot of 
skill sets that those each of those bigs bring to the table. And um, piecing those guys together and figuring out who plays best together, you know, I, I want to be sensitive to the smaller samples. Um, and at the same time, you have to be alert and aware of it. And, oh, I know Avery's had a couple of tough games, but can you just talk about his season overall and how maybe he's added to his game from the last couple of years? Well, I think I think Avery's just to continue to improve. I think he's a really good player. Um, you know, his ability to score off the dribble has, uh, I think, gotten better this year. Um, you know, we need him to continue to make shots, which he's done a really good job of. And we're asking him to defend a lot of different positions. Um, you know, most of the time with him, Marcus, and Evan starting last year, Avery would be on the point guard. Not all the time, but most of the time. And now he's been one through three because, you know, we're somewhat um, tied to positions based on our size with Isaiah at the one instead of Marcus. Do you notice that he has a better offensive game when he's playing better on defense or vice versa? Yeah, I think that that may be the case with anybody. Um, I think that he's a pretty consistent and reliable defender regardless of how his offensive game is going. Coach, I know you're about to coach an NBA basketball game, but you guys are going to be on the road through the 26. Would you be willing to publicly express any well wishes to the Celtics fans out there for Christmas and the holidays that are upcoming? Oh, I think, yeah, certainly. I mean, we're, you know, we're thrilled to have an opportunity to compete throughout not only tonight, the 23rd, the 26th, the 27th, and for people on their holiday breaks um, and over the holidays to get a chance to watch us. We say thanks for watching and certainly wish everybody the best during the holiday season. Brad, you had Tayshaun for a short period of time last year. What are your thoughts on him and what kind of veteran experience you can bring to the team? Oh, I think all, all the local media here can answer that question. Um, I can't throw enough positive words out about Tayshaun Prince. I thought, he, I thought he was a big reason for our turnaround, even though he wasn't around to enjoy the end of it. Um, he led, he, he taught guys um, what he knew. He was a great leader, but he wasn't he wasn't loud and he, and he didn't try to overstep his bounds by any means. He just tried to do his job really well, and uh, you know he had a he had a great impact on our young players. What do you think it would be like to coach Kevin Garnett? I think it'd be great. I mean, it'd be great. Again, like I said yesterday, I mean, I I'm the same age as Kevin, um, so I played in gyms when he was playing on the court next to me. Um, and uh, and I would sneak a peek while I sat on the bench for our team and watched his game. But uh, you know he's special. You know, anytime you get a chance to coach a great player, that's a great leader um, that will one run through the wall for the team he's playing for. I mean, who wouldn't want that? What gyms were you playing at that he was playing? I was down at a couple. Of, I mean, we played in AAU, AAU tournaments growing up. Where he was next. We played in one in Louisville for sure. And all eyes were on you, no one was paying attention to him. No question. No question. <laughs> As I was sitting there. <laughs> How old were you at that time? 17. So he was already like 17. Highly touted. <laughs> but really highly touted. He wasn't highly touted when he walked in the gym, he was when we all saw him. <laughs> he was long, agile, athletic, and heck of a player. And everybody knew everybody knew him by then, even before the internet. 
Coach, uh, you guys started strong tonight. Obviously, you know a lot of talk over the weekend about trying to get the spirit and the swagger back on this team. Were you happy with uh, the energy that the team showed throughout the entire game tonight? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, obviously, they, you know, they put a little fear into us at the end when they cut it to twelve. Maybe more me than anybody else in the gym, but um, they can. They've got a lot of talent, and you know, Towns, Wiggins, and Levine especially do things that not very many people can do. And so uh, I thought we did a pretty good job overall until those guys got going late. Brad, you said uh, one of the reasons you started Kelly tonight was to give you guys a scoring punch. Uh, what do you think of the way he delivered? Well, he can space the floor, um, and so that assures you that he's going to at least be defended out there, which opens up drives and opens up lanes for other people. Um, and I thought he did a good job. You know, um, you know, we've we've talked about our probably greatest area of depth is the four and the five, and we needed it tonight with, um, you know, with Jared and Amir out. Brad, you mentioned uh, several times Tyler kind of, I guess, being a good teammate and, and kind of always being being ready when needed. What did you think? I guess uh, just about his game tonight, and and then the, just that fact in general, how he's handled um, kind of a tough year at times. Yeah, so I mean, I can't imagine anybody handling it better. Um, you know, surely it's, it's tough. You know, he's disappointed when he doesn't play, but he doesn't show it. Um, he's been a complete and total professional. And we already know that he's a really good player, but I can you know, speak for myself and all of his teammates and our whole organization where I'd say we're all even more endeared to him because of how he's handled everything. Great. You know, he is, that's what he does. He rolls, he finishes, um, you know, he got a, you know, he obviously um, fouled out, but other than that, did a lot of good things. Coach, uh, we're used to seeing Isaiah put a really big number scoring the ball, but tonight he really gave you a very balanced game in terms of finding guys, uh, helping out on the boards. Just talk about his overall game tonight. Yeah, he was very solid. Um, they were putting a lot of attention on him on all those pick and rolls, and he made the right play. I mean, tried to run a number of things with David and Kelly and um, Tyler with him and and um, you know he had to pass because that was the play that was the right play to make um, and so you know I said on the air just now he's our primary playmaker but those plays are to be determined by how the defense is guarding you whether it's your shots or your passes and he did a good job I thought Brad it came in late but What's it like to be coaching in your own building and hearing the crowd chanting for, for a player on the other bench? Yeah, I mean, awesome. I think this is one of the one of the great things about getting a chance to coach the Boston Celtics and, and you know, being being in the position where we, you know, we're really building and growing and, and we will hopefully continue to be in that good direction for a long time. Um, just getting better every day because those guys were so good before before this and um, what they were able to accomplish, how they were, you know, how they came together quickly, won a championship, and what that guy meant to that team and to the spirit of the organization at that time. From everything that I've been told, is you know quite in, quite impressive. So um, you know, I was I was not chanting loudly, but maybe under my breath as well. Brad, another uh, 18 points for Jay Crowder tonight, and 
he's actually in the month of December has been your guys' second leading scorer. Can you just talk about the the growth you've seen from him just from a consistency on the offensive end? Yeah, I mean he's been he's been very solid. Um you know, he's he, he also did a good job on Wiggins when he guarded him tonight. You know, I, I thought that Wiggins um certainly scored on on you know, on him a couple of times, but for the most part I thought Jay made it very, very difficult for Wiggins to score and then he makes open shots and um you know, who's doing a good job on those pull ups. So he's playing at a pretty good level right now. And I talked about it yesterday, Brian. He he works at the right things. Like he works at the right things. He 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 stays in his lane with what he needs to be good at. Um he doesn't mean he ignores things that he can get better at because he certainly works on those too, but he doesn't waste time in the gym. And when you're playing an 82-game season, when you don't get to practice very often, you need to be off your legs as much as possible. You need to be able to deliberately practice the right things. Uh, the t timeout at the end, was that so the crowd could acknowledge KG? Or... Sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. No, I was subbing. <laughs> but in retrospect, that was a hell of a call. Yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't even think about it, Adam. I should. I, they, I heard him chanting him the whole game, so I didn't really figure that that was going to come into play. But I'm sure glad it did. And um, but I was doing it to sub, so don't give me any credit for that. Helped your game. You asked me about KG, Brian, next time. Andre, come on, Andre. Come on, KG. Your position. Uh, KG's awesome. I mean, he's, uh, he's mostly my mentor. He's everything uh, he's teaching. I'm just trying to absorb and be the best player I can be, and that's uh, thanks to him. What in particular have you learned from him? Just mostly, not even how to be a pro, but to be a Hall of Famer. What you have to do is the work you need to put in. What's exactly everything you need to do to be the best player you possibly can in your uh, positions? Do you think you can be as intense as he is when you're his age? Uh, yeah. I think I, I think I, I'm gonna try to match it. If I can, I'll try to match it. Pro, do you have to have thick skin when you can learn it from KG? And remember those first times uh, just dealing with him, uh, how he was. Uh, you know, it's just uh, one of those things when you when you have a Hall of Famer in the gym, you just want to listen and uh, hear everything else is there. What was your first interaction with him like? What do you remember about that introduction moment? Uh, it was a very awesome, it was a very cool moment. Uh, and uh, definitely left some fireworks. What kind of fireworks? Good ones. <laughs> <laughs> what was he like? Did he get in your face or something? Or? No, no, this, this, that's the team. That's the team thing. Okay. He, he hasn't tried to change your game. How does he work your game? Just all this, it's enhancing. It's just enhancing my game. So uh, anytime he has to some, uh, some advice from me, I always want to listen. Pearl, when you look at the season you've had so far, I'll be honest, it seems like you're making it look easy. Is it as easy as it seems out there? What's been the biggest success for you? Uh, I mean, just the travel, uh, just traveling all the time. You know, it's uh, something I had to have, haven't had to do in college, and uh, being able to know, you know, do that now. You know, you're talking about one time you'd be playing in New York, be playing in Minnesota, and playing New York, and you know, four days span. So uh, it's one of those things you just got to get used to. What about the actual on the court stuff? Is there any difference, or is it just basketball? I mean, you know, uh, difference from college to now. I mean, change of pace and everything. Uh, I worked tremendously hard during the summer to be ready for this uh, for this season. Uh, hardest I've worked in my entire life, and also when you have a person like KG on your team, it makes everything a lot easier to understand. What's it like when he does get in your face? 
know it's for your own good, but what's that like? Well, he just expects the most of us. He just expects the most of us. KG's uh, a guy who uh, expects to uh, raise the level of all of us. And he just, yes, uh, he got to meet but is he different than you of course. Uh, is he different than what you had expected him to be? I mean, I knew coming in, he was going to be very intense. So, I mean, uh, there's nothing really else to uh, expect. <laughs> what have what, what you allow yourself to make mistakes? I know you probably have the highest expectations for, for how you do it. Oh, first of all, hi, Gary. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, uh, second, uh, you know, I just, just tried my best. Just tried my best. Uh, I haven't, uh, you know, I just have high expectations for myself all the time. So uh, just trying to go out there, continue to learn, continue to get better. Uh, just, uh, just continue to process everything I'm able to do. Carl, yesterday, Sam said that you and Gorgi are almost forcing him to play you guys together because of the way you've been playing. How easy is it to play with Gorgi because of the way you play? I think, you know what, I think it's not about how easy it is. I think it's just the chemistry me and Gorgi have. We have a, a tremendous ke chemistry. I mean, uh, almost like we're brothers fighting each other all the time for anything about the littlest thing. And it's just leading. You can see it on the court, how well we're playing together. It's uh, something that's uh, been building it. Uh, whoever who would have thought a cardinal and a wildcat could come together. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. It seemed like the spirit was down on the team. Were you happy with the way they responded through a couple of days of practice? It seemed like you guys had that on there. Yeah, we had a good two, day, two days of practice. Guys were fun to roll. It's so early in the game today. We got out to a how much were you just approaching this game next man up mentality with Amir and Jared Gunn? Yeah, that happened late, late last, uh, last minute today and uh, we're going to walk through. So, uh, guys are ready, guys are prepared to step up and um, they will lead. So, uh, yeah, guys like that did a great job stepping up to, um, to, the, to, the, to the play. What kind of steps do you think you've made offensively yeah. this year? Um, I'm not really, I'm just being aggressive, um, living in my work. Our coaches, my teammates believe in me. Um, I just feel like I'm just seeing the game at a different, different, uh, different side than I ever saw before. It's an ongoing process, a working process for me. And I watch a lot of film. I try to get better each and every minute. So does you did you jump for feeling natural? Yes, I'm able to get it off a little bit more how I want how I want to get it off. Um, rather than the defense my shots and you know trying to be aggressive and get took what the defense gives me. Starters played for a long stretch in that third quarter and that's where you guys really pulled away in games past you get that 10-12 lead and then you know teams have come back on you. How how nice was that flow between you guys and able to kind of put go up by 20? Yeah we know how to we have, we have a game like that in a while with the defense playing the way they play tonight and the starters playing the way they play so was bound to happen, I feel like, and um, I think the two days of practice, we have to hone in on a few things and it all came together tonight. Brad, Brad said that one thing that's really something like you is that you practice the right way, and you only work on what you know is going to yeah. help you. I mean, is that the way you've always been? Or yeah, that... that's just the way I'm, as a player, as a player I've been, been coached, that's the way I've been taught through my dad, and I try to prepare like that. Uh, game and try to have a focus. Some days, you know, physically, you know, I might, you may not be there, but mentally, I always have to be there, and I always have to be engaged. You know, it helps uh, translate over to games. So, it's just how I'm programmed. Not, not a lot of wasted time. Mine, not really. I'm, 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 I
Um, the game plan is, is in my head and my work is in it, is done. It's not going to court. What's going to be the approach of this team over the next couple of days? Obviously, you want to continue this, but you got the game, the holiday, another road game. That's kind of a tricky stretch. Yeah, just stay focused. A lot going on with family. I'm sure guys got family in town, so you just got to stay focused. And, and, uh, you know, do we have a game? We have a, a tough game. I think Charlotte's going to be ready for us. We got, we got on them last time. So um, just stay focused. Our focus level has to be where it needs to be to get these wins. Jim, was your impression of just the, you know, the KG chance? Oh, the man, I loved it. That's what it's all about. Just paying respect to a legend. So I love it. Jim, what did it mean for you guys to have a for shots of Fong and got, you know, a lot of guys are contributing, a lot of guys. <laughs> we need it. We need everybody. A couple guys, a couple two starters down. We needed everybody. And we knew it. And, uh, uh, dropped a few in a row. We knew, we knew this game we needed, so I think the self explanatory the way we came out of play. Thanks, Thanks Well, the first start of the season, uh, amazing. What was the difference between uh, we started starting with that energy and scoring early? Uh, you know, it's, when we started, you can get it. You don't know, come out the bat, you got to have an aggressive start, you have more of you know, an option to kind of teach yourself in the game, get into the game. But um, you know, I think as a whole, we played pretty well, and I shot the ball well. Um, could have tied up a few things defensively, but you know, I think guys would have worked pretty well. So you, you guys play with a high energy all night, and that's something that you know, a couple of guys have said began to wane a little bit during some of those games you lost. Seemed like you guys pretty much cut that. Yeah, definitely. Everyone was uh, active, energetic, um, you know, proactive instead of reactive. Out there. You mentioned the rhythm. Uh, how, how much of a role is this? When we start knocking down those threes, how much does that play in really getting you guys collectively going? That's yeah, big. I mean, you know, three-point shooting is you know, probably the next thing, most contagious thing to the flu. <laughs> Um, you know, when one person knocks them down, you know, you, they usually come in waves, so it's, you know, it's good to get people going that way. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, we had a couple guys out tonight. Um, you know, everyone knew kind of you now they had to step up and, you know, we had to play as a team and I know it was going to be a big effort, especially after the last couple. Um, and we need to get back on track and we did that. Kelly, sorry, I know you were just asked this, but you, know, you getting your first start tonight, being able to step up and wanting to make that impact with the team. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, was, it was good <laughs> to get a win. Um, I'll play well as a team. Like I said, we, we need to get back on track. We did. Uh, you broke Carlton. Oh, sorry. When you were. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, you, you know, just shows you, you know, you're comfortable out there, you know, ready to roll, ready to attack. Um, and yeah, when you're not hesitating, and when everyone's not hesitating, the offense flows really, really smooth. And I think Steven's offense is designed for that. So you had that move where you kind of broke Carl's hound's ankle. So what was going through your head when you made that move? I mean, all I did was jab and he fell over, so <laughs> he probably tripped. <laughs> Even of late tonight, you probably knew you were going to get in there. How, how nice was it to be able to get in there and get in that rhythm? It was great. You know, first half, obviously got those three quick fouls, but um, thankfully Coach uh, stuck with me and let me get a little bit of rhythm. I felt much more comfortable in the second half. And, um, you know, hopefully I can continue to get more comfortable and continue to get playing time, but I guess we'll, the time will tell with that one.
Is this almost a carryover from the Detroit team? Uh, yes and no. I mean, it's something I try to work every day. I try to be as ready as possible. And, you know, saw Lane Amir out today. I knew I was going to play. It wasn't a surprise today. So um, really just tried to be as mentally and uh, physically ready as I could. And I went out and tried to play as hard as I could. How do you how do you stay right? What do you do to make sure that you don't play a couple of nights? Uh, good question. Um, I mean, I guess my big thing is like, at least when I get my shots, I'm comfortable with the shots I'm getting. Um, you know, I miss the the one layup um, just because I mean I haven't I haven't had people running through on me like that, and when I'm running uh, one on zero, so uh, you know it's something you just got to get used to. You got to make the adjustments and uh, continue to uh, try to get better every time you're out there. Got a bit of a tricky stretch coming up here. Obviously, you want to extend the momentum from this game. You have a road game. You have a Christmas holiday. Come back for it back to back. How do you guys try to keep everything together through this next few games? Yeah, I think um, the big thing is we got to stay. Well, thankfully we get a little break, so we'll be fresh. But um, we got to try to get the Charlotte game. I think that's a big one, and then try to come back and just be as focused as possible. Um, you know, I'm sure they're getting a little bit of a break too. So uh, hopefully we we'll come back and uh, be as crisp as possible. handles and passes the ball well um, but once again it's uh, you know my, my job remains the same when I go in there and that's to, to play with energy on both ends and to be vocal and, and be aggressive and uh, and roll the dice and, and uh, we'll see what happens. Some of your, uh, I don't know if you know this, but some of your analytics uh, statistics haven't been super great to this year in terms of numbers. Is that, you think that's just a small sample size that uh, will work itself out over, over months in terms of some of that stuff. My analytics numbers weren't good when I was averaging 22 and 12, so uh, not to be not to be surprised on that one. Um, I mean, I don't know how I respond to that. Um, like I said, my job remains the same. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks few games. What, 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 what's been, just from your perspective, the challenge for you all and you individually? I think um, the most important thing is us as a team, you know, trying to find other ways to help me, um, you know, find open looks. Um, you know, it's been tough, I think, for me the last few games because um, how teams have been playing me. It's almost been like a box at one a little bit. Um, I just have to learn and pick my spots. And like I said, my teammates helping me do that as well, um, helping me get open. By um, setting screens, us helping each other because we know that teams are going to continue to guard me that way. And if they do, then we screen and they get my teammates open shots. Has it been a little surprising, though, Avery, just how much attention defenses have played to you lately? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think people would, you know, the entire game just hound me. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I take it as a compliment and it shows that we're making. Um, improvements as a team, um, obviously, me as an individual as well. And I just have to, like I said, find another way to get myself going and get my teammates going. And that's what I'm going to try to do tonight. You and it seems most of your guards of late just have, guards have really given you guys fits of late as, as a group. What, what, what has to happen just from your perspective to kind of turn that around as a group? Um, well, first thing, you know, there's a lot of good players in this league. Um, guys are going to have good nights. That's the thing about the NBA. But one thing we can control is our effort, and that's one thing that we know we all have to give every single game. And the last few games, we all have been trying to, but I feel like we, we can try a little harder, and we, we know that, and that's what we're going to try to do tonight because we're playing some, some very good young guards.
How's the effect you guys uh, do with that, Jared and Amir tonight? Um, those are two big keys to our team, and it's unfortunate they aren't playing tonight, but the good thing about our roster is that we have a lot of guys, and um, it just gives someone else another chance to play and um, someone else another chance to step up. And um, I'm excited um, for players like Tyler and um, even David to get a chance to go out there and, and help our team out. Do you feel pretty confident in going small whenever you guys have I do. I feel like you know, we move the ball a lot more um, without thinking. It's, it's good for us. It's been good in the past. and. We just need to, what he does, put that lineup in, um, continue to move the ball and try to get each other open shots. Do you feel that you've, um, you've always been obviously a great defensive player, but take even more strides, and even if you're having an off shooting night, just not allowing that affect your defense this year? Yeah, um, you know, I think that comes with maturity. You know, I know I'm not going to make shots every single night, but I know I need to be there for my teammates, and uh, we need to be there for each other every single night. If I don't have it going on the offensive end, try to, and not only that, you know, my defense can get my offense going. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, whenever I'm not making shots, go out there and try to play as hard as I can for our team because I know they need me to go out there and defend every single night. Yeah, they were playing some Christmas music during one of the shoot arounds. If you had to pinpoint or outline one of your favorite Christmas songs, do you know what that would be? I have no clue, man. <laughs> I've never been like, Big on Christmas. I'm big on giving to people. But you have a favorite gift you've ever given? Um, I was telling people. I think I gave my mom a my second year. I think I bought my mom a car. That's probably my coolest gift. Playing against Kevin Garnett tonight. Uh, well, he's not going to play. But how, how much? Oh, he's not playing. How much do you take from his work habits? Seeing him in your first. I took a lot. Um, one thing that I learned from Kevin is. Um, on, on and off the court. He pushed me every single day, seeing someone at um, his point in his career come in every single day and be professional. And the amount of work that he put in on a consistent basis, it, it made me want to do the same thing. It was almost like there was no excuses. If, if someone like that is coming in the gym every single day working hard, why shouldn't I? And um, he kind of instilled that in me at the age of 19. And, now I try to pass it along. That's one thing you always tell me is all these things that I'm teaching you now is to help you be better and to pass it along. And that's what I'm trying to do now. Health-wise, you're good? You're good health-wise? Yeah, I'm good health-wise. you've had some bumps and bruises. Nah, I've been good, man. I've been good trying to take care of my body. Um, you know, our team is beat up. But like I said, we have a, a lot of guys, and we have a lot of guys that are good players, and we need this win tonight.